I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Welcome to episode number 20 of Dumb Bitch Media. Is that true? Yep. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not counting bonus episodes. When I was posting them, I stopped putting the numbers because I didn't know which one we were on, and I guess I was just too lazy to count. <laughs> I only know because I upload them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm kind of tired. Mm-hmm. I feel sleepy. It's the weather. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I'm okay. I'm not really in the mood to talk today, but that's okay. Sometimes podcasting is less about talking and more about listening which is why I'll be spending the next hour and 15 minutes in contemplative silence. Oh, good. I'm glad you told me that before I came over. <laughs> yeah, some, something new for me. Just in the mood to shut up today because I'm having one of those problems. Do you ever have this problem where you just do whatever you want literally all the time, but then you also freak out that probably everyone's mad at you for everything that you do, but then you also just never change your behavior. Yeah, and, like, you probably know that no one's mad at you, but you still feel like it's true. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So That feels bad. Yeah, that's the mood today, you know. As they say, all I want to do is gunshot, gunshot, click, cash register noise, swallow a gun. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not mad at you. Good. <laughs> and if you are mad at me, don't tell me because I'm sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> All my water suns, uh, fire moon signs, hear me on this one. <laughs> Real. <laughs> when you spicy, but you sensy too. <laughs> Put out your own fire, bitch. Oh, God. It's not time for science, bitch media. We got it can the astrology early on this time true we're done yeah no more astrology oh someone asked me if i would give up astrology for them recently how fucked up is that no yeah it's like i'm not that's not their problem (laughs) no (laughs) so let's talk about some stuff guys oh first of all i would just like to thank rob and brett from the dumb and awful podcast for calling us in on Discord for a very brief and inebriated cameo that we (laughs) recorded on my phone long distance from the street outside the comedy club the other night. It sounded all right. Yeah, I thought it was was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. For sure. Um, Hopefully, they'll be on an upcoming episode of our podcast. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe we can actually do their podcast, not just drunkenly stream at them from the street. But <laughs> Truly what it was. At least it was representative of what we do here at Dumb Bitch Media. That's, it's an inside glance into our brains. Yeah. So let's talk about shit. All right. Liz Warren <laughs> tweeted the bad take of bad takes. I would say this week when she came out as pro-climate change and simultaneously pro-military. Elizabeth Warren tweeted, Climate change is real. It's worsening by the day and it's undermining our military readiness. More and more, 
Accomplishing the mission depends on our ability to continue operations in the face of floods, drought, wildfires, desertification, and extreme cold. <laughs> Senior military leaders have warned Congress of the national security challenge that climate change poses. The military is taking steps to become more energy efficient and resilient. But instead of meeting this threat head on, Washington is ignoring it and making it worse. Today, I am introducing my Defense Climate Resiliency and Readiness Act to harden the U.S. military against the threat posed by climate change and to leverage its huge energy footprint as part of our climate solution. Then she links a Medium post that she wrote to this effect. The Pentagon is the single largest government consumer of energy, and it's dependent on fossil fuels. To improve military readiness and to help us achieve a Green New Deal, the Pentagon should achieve net zero carbon emissions for all its non-combat bases and infrastructure by 2030. We don't have to choose between a green military <laughs> and an effective one. My plan will improve our service members' readiness and safety and achieve cost savings for American taxpayers. Together, we can fight climate change and win. You know what the easiest way to make the military uh, carbon-free would be? Abolish it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that's like probably the worst take I've ever heard. It's like eco-fascism. Yeah, it makes almost no sense. Yeah, I'm just glad that she really fucked around and said... (laughs) We should get rid of plastic straws so that we can save sea turtles so we can arm them to fight in our interventionist wars. (laughs) Back on that marine biology spy shit, eh? I love marine biology. (laughs) (laughs) First the whale spy, then the The sea turtle spies. Oh my god. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> if you loved green capitalism, you won't be able to get enough of green imperialism and green interventionism. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. so stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing, the biggest, what did she say? The biggest di- uh, obstacle to our military is actually um, things that other people can't control because we are the strongest military on Earth. Yeah. It's, it's the planet that's taking us down. You know, <laughs> classic, the classic conflicts, man versus man, man versus self, man <laughs> versus, versus nature, man versus U.S. troops interfering <laughs> in your home country. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, love. Man versus anti-Semitic critiques of Israel. <laughs> <laughs> love to be... A quote-unquote leftist candidate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Warren has a really mixed history (laughs) on uh, her positions regarding the military. The one thing that she did say that I guess was... (sighs) See, I just... I I can't feel good about... I don't want to give in to the like, incrementalism of saying that it's positive that Warren is pushing policies that would address issues of U.S. military corruption. So, like, for example, she's trying to pass a policy that would prevent people who've worked in the Pentagon for working for arms companies for four years after they stop working for the U.S. military. Okay. 
four years <laughs> four years i know yeah. i know well there's currently no policy which is obscene Anything, yeah. of course yeah but it's, but yeah. at the same time it's like I don't want a better military. I want no military, right? Yeah, we shouldn't be complacent in being like, well, it's better than what we have now, mm-hmm. when obviously it's still uh, bad. <laughs> it's te- it's tempting to fall into traps like that. Like I know that I definitely get kind of disillusioned sometimes, and that leads me to kind of take a lesser of two evils approach when it comes to the current system. But it's, like, ideally we would just abolish, like, electoralism as we know it and then the military as a whole and we wouldn't even have to be having these kind of nitpicky discussions about what could possibly be not necessarily a good military but a quote-unquote better military. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we shouldn't be having to settle for something that's looks marginally better. Exactly. Yeah. She has a really bad history. Like I said, I mean, mine and Elizabeth Warren's people famously wore like. Um, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, but she should be hot take. She's really did. She should be against, uh, you know imperialism and uh interventionism in other and other people's cultures and should be inherent other people's issues but in her policies hmm. Hmm. hmm seems like maybe she's not <laughs> yeah she she was like critical of trump's decision to withdraw american troops from syria and afghanistan on the basis that she would prefer that we like at least agree with all of our allies to withdraw before we just decide to do it, which okay. I think doesn't <laughs> really make sense. Yeah. Um, she obviously she endorsed Clinton, who's like famously a warmonger, war hot girl boss. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, she voted yes on a bill in 2017 that authorized 700 billion dollars of defense spending jesus christ 700 billion dollars she's pretty pro-military oh yeah Yeah. for sure especially for a quote-unquote leftist candidate yeah um (laughs) not i wouldn't even say self-ascribed leftist candidate i'd say self-imposed leftist candidate yeah i mean it's positive that she you know, <laughs> hates rich people and actually talks about the working class and stuff. I mean, but yeah. I do have to say, I think it's kind of anti-working class to be pro-military, though, because... That's how I feel. At, at this point, especially, I feel like the military just preys on people who don't have a lot of other options coming out of high school or who are, like, desperately poor and possibly want to be able to afford to you know take care of their families and uh, buy a home and things like that to be able to afford engagement rings for their 19 year old girlfriends (laughs) you know but also people that do want to become formally educated and stuff like that yeah I think that um instead of like a universal basic income we should impose a universal basic engagement ring so that people don't have to join the military to afford a diamond for their for their lady 
I thought you were going to say we should establish a universal draft so that instead of having to do UBI, we can just uh, pay everybody a military salary. No. <laughs> That's not like me at all. Oh my god. I just want to know, you know, Elizabeth Warren's military, like, will the guns be made out of recycled water bottles? Like... <laughs> What's it gonna be? Are they gonna have to <laughs> plug their tanks into the wall to like charge? Oh my god, the bullets are made out of uh, pieces of the twin towers, <laughs> recycled <laughs> metal. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> Actually, when Starbucks banned straws, that was my nine eleven. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Yeah, the world has never been the same since. I have a pair of leggings that are made out of recycled bottles, and they kind of fucking suck. Are they, like, itchy? Yeah, the fabric's just weird. Like, you can't really wear them to the gym because they're, like, hot and stuff. That sounds like hell. It is, yeah. So, fuck you, neolibs. <laughs> Stop recycling things. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last time I buy a pair of ethically sourced leggings. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand how in the name of protecting Turtle Island, the number one step could possibly be (laughs) revamping the military so that they use less fossil fuels. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Like, I guess she's trying to make environmentalism more palatable to, like, Republicans. I guess. Well, that's fucking pandering. Yeah, like, it's not a good strategy. And also, she's probably, they've all probably stopped listening because she started the first tweet of that thread by saying climate change Change is is real. real. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, I can't, I just can't wait for, uh, like, the show that's like a crossover between Homeland and an inconvenient truth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That's what's missing for me. Inconvenient military? What I'm saying is arm sea turtles. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh. (laughs) Oh, Tate. Liz Warren's green military is just uh, a return to the old ways and that everybody just has fucking bows and arrows. <laughs> Do you have any dudes that are really into bows and arrows? No, thank God. <laughs> I do. Well, that's because you work at a camp. No, it's a guy I went to high school with who's really into, like, crossbows. Okay. Yeah. Why? Is he, like, a real Robert Hansen or something? He just, like... See into the most dangerous game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of a bad sign. Yeah. I think it's a worse sign to be into bows and arrows than it is to be into guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I agree, actually. It's kind of hard to be into guns, though. I really want to I really want to pivot into being on pro-gun left Twitter. No. If anyone uh, knows where I could get started on my, on my way to being the... Uh, What's your face? 
The gun girl? Yeah, the the Kent State gun girl of the left. <laughs> DM her if you know where to get started. <laughs> say, like, eat shit, libtard. <laughs> no, she wouldn't read it. Oh, my God. All right, let's talk about something even more pressing. Sea turtles can be soldiers, whales can be spies, and whales can also be president of the United States of America. (laughs) 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 I saw it coming, but still. Trump's fat, everybody. Yeah. I don't even think he's super fat. I think he honestly looks like the average American man who's about his age and probably actually slightly better because he's at least quite tall. Yeah. Like, he doesn't seem fat to me, really. No, me neither. And it's like, what? Okay, he's ugly. So it's like basically every other politician of all time, except for like the latest crop of like, I don't know, pro-capitalism Dems that they've swept up that all have... Are marginally attractive. Are like thin and have clear skin and big teeth. Like, <laughs> yeah. wow. Big teeth is like important fat teeth do you think beto o'rourke would kiss babies or just like lightly mash his teeth against their foreheads i think he would (laughs) mouth them gently like a dog i feel like if you make out with beto o'rourke your teeth just hit his teeth oh (laughs) you ever hit someone's teeth when you're making out with them yeah of course that's that's what i'm drawing from when i'm thinking about him horrible (laughs) i did love him in an extremely goofy movie however (laughs) It's lookism time, people. Uh, it's time to body shame. <laughs> the thing that people don't respect about Donald Trump is that he's a gamer, athlete, businessman hybrid. He's a gamer? Well, he's definitely oppressed. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> Uh, yeah, people just don't understand that, like, he looks that way on purpose. Well, it's fine. You know how old old people just, like, <laughs> there's old people who still pay attention to their appearance can really go one of two ways. Yeah. And one is, like, very classy, Ella, like, Jane Fonda, like, woman who has... Like, long, beautiful gray hair that she wears up in, like, assorted twists. And, like, (laughs) very, like, well-pressed, like, pastel-colored Oxford shirts. Yeah. That's a whole thing. Kind of Kind of like a southern charm. Yeah. Affectation. Versus, like, the other old people who still pay a lot of attention to their appearance. But it's just, like insane because at some point they got some ideas about things that they wanted to do to their appearance and then they just never updated them even though they look completely crazy like i'm specifically referring to the matriarchs of your clan i imagine like old ass french canadian women who Uh, dye their hair that one that blue undertone no like the burgundy oh the red yeah 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 my aunt has that yeah 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 not the blue hairs the french canadians are the red hairs yeah 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 or purple sometimes yeah it's they're really wild uh, quebec almost went up in flames when uh l'oreal paris 
discontinued that fucking uh, cherry mahogany shade. That's do you remember that? It was, it was a, a thing. Literally, that was a huge Canadian news story. Was when a hair care brand discontinued the one color of botch dye that every woman over the age of forty in Tibet was using for the last fifty years. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> big drama for real. Bad day. <laughs> so, anyways, I think that Trump is just kind of. St- Stuck in his, his like, dyeing his hair. Totally insane. He's totally insane aesthetic. Yeah, I guess would be the way to put it. He hasn't updated it since he was like, like forty maybe at the most. I know that Trump is unattractive because it's very rare that even the ugliest person in tennis whites doesn't get to me in some sort of like, sick like plus envy slash like fetishization of like resources slash self-harm instinct to want to slightly like fuck a golf course republican <laughs> right <laughs> but he does you know what i mean you? no but have you seen the pictures of him playing tennis yes thick yeah okay really thick. Th- super thick like but <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me but i mean like it is about time that we had our first thick president. That's thick rights. America was America was ready. They said we want an American president who is pro-military, pro-business, who has little to no electoral experience, <laughs> but who definitely has the fucking way to. <laughs> I think it's good that he's so body positive. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the one the one point that uh, him and my personal favorite British actress slash TV personality slash Instagram feminist Jamila Jamil have in common. I feel like she, she just started going off when our podcast started. Dude, I fucking hate her. I feel like she's gonna pivot into starting some sort of lifestyle, but probably like beauty brand. Yeah. That's or like a size inclusive clothing line. Hair vitamins. Something like that. And yeah. then like Ella Drew Barrymore with I don't know, like that fucking makeup brand that she had and stuff yeah. that was like eco friendly. But Jamila Jamil is gonna do that for <laughs> like I don't know, size inclusive clothing ranges and have an extremely like Dove Real Beauty fucking campaign Uh, about it. Because she was chastising people, right? Yeah, so she tweeted, The left have got to stop fat shaming Trump. There are a million other ways to describe what he is and what he is doing without going for a pointless blow that just attacks fat people. It's embarrassing to watch you all think it's funny. I roll. Criticize his policies, his behavior, his treatment of marginalized people, his decision to keep children in cages separated from their parents. Don't just hurt innocent people with your lazy, childish low blows. It does more damage than good. It normalizes fat phobia. Heart. Okay, I know I've said this before on the podcast, but I kind of think you can say whatever you want about celebrities. I think that you can say whatever <laughs> you want about celebrities, and I'm kind of... Of the belief that you can mostly say whatever you want about bad people. Yeah. I mean, short of... 
I don't think it's wrong to criticize people's appearances. And I don't understand when people got so sensitive about it on both sides, not to sound like a right-wing comedian who has a stand-up special called, like, Triggered or, like... melting snowflakes or (laughs) something else you know exactly yeah but i don't understand when people got so sensitive about it on both sides like do you remember how fucking upset people were about michelle wolf attacking sarah sanders smoky eye and she didn't even she didn't even attack it she just said like nice smoky eye yeah she was just like bringing it up yeah like i okay I understand that, like, in an abstract way, like, criticizing people's appearances can be harmful to those who share the same appearance, but I also don't necessarily think that it's your responsibility to, like, think about the broader reach of every single thing that you say all the time. I don't think I'm harming fat people by calling Donald Trump fat. Yeah. And I I think that this is just another example of a celebrity being (laughs) allowed to have takes. Like, it's like, I I fucking hate all these, like, you know, selfie feminists because it's like, just be hot. Just, Just be hot. That's your job. Your job is that you're hot. I'm not saying that you can't express opinions. What I am saying is that stop trying to make radical like political or social commentary when clearly the elephant in the room is that you're fucking hot they they can say whatever they want but they shouldn't expect people to care (laughs) yeah okay so like if jamila jamil instead of an actress a model and a television presenter or whatever was a writer or a comedian she would understand that Regardless of whether or not things are true, you can't go around saying things that have zero audience buy-in. <laughs> to just frame it from like our frame of reference, if she was a comedian and she got up and started doing a bunch of fucking jokes about how she struggled with her self-image and she hates her body and whatever, and she looked the way that she did, she would fucking eat it because there would be no audience buy-in for her being unattractive and hating herself even though i know and we all know that what you actually look like physically has no bearing on what you look like in your own mind yeah right but yeah she shouldn't be really like positioning herself as like an authority on body positivity because there's no audience buy-in and she honestly should be letting i think other people talk i mean I think so, too. If Lena Dunham said, don't fat shame Trump, maybe we would care. You know? Yeah, like, that's, I was literally gonna say, like, (laughs) Lena Dunham can do a fucking body positivity campaign if she wants to, I guess. Yeah. Jamila Jamil, like, okay, whatever. Say whatever you want, but you're not... Just look hot and you're show not, up, no offense. But you're not, you're not helping anyone the same way that, like, you know, Emily Ratajkowski or whatever the fuck her name is, isn't getting abortion laws repealed by owning old white Republican men by posting naked pictures of herself <laughs> on Instagram. She was like, this is to shit on, like, the, all the old white men making, like, our abortion laws and making laws about women's bodies. Here's my body, which you have no control over. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's really gonna fucking own 
men. Famously, what men fucking hate is when, uh, you know, women that weigh 100 pounds with huge big naturals post pictures of themselves <laughs> naked on the internet. <laughs> hate it. Uh, yeah, fucking selfies aren't activism. Like, I'm so tired of Instagram activism. Post man. your pic and go. Yeah. Post you, your pic and go. If the caption's you, funny, honestly, go off. That's fine. Yeah. If it's not, just no caption it. You just don't have like, to pretend like there's a reason. No. It, like, it's always like, okay, well, maybe you're just hot and the world needs to know. That's, that's okay. fine. That's a service that you're providing. And yeah. That's fine. You can post your tits in, on the internet. I'm okay itself. with it. I literally don't care, but, like, it's not feminist. No. <laughs> and this is my main problem with... Uh, not my main problem. It's one of my problems okay. with liberals, and especially, you know, like, centrist celebrities who feel like they're, like, the mouthpieces on, you know, civility discourse and what is and isn't appropriate to say yeah. about celebrities and whatnot. This is fucking... It's noise. Like, the, uh, talking about issues like whether or not we're fat-shaming Trump, again, clouding discussion about politicians with things like identity politics, it's specifically in this case, where it's like people are frustrated with Trump and his government. Just let them say whatever the fuck they want about him. It doesn't matter. He, he'll be fine. Yeah, I promise like you. It doesn't matter. All that it does is just, like, detract from actual issues yeah like if she really wanted people to focus on policy critique she should have just not said anything because who the fuck i never saw any of that fucking garbage you know what i mean like is she seeing it so often that it needs to be addressed like now everybody's just talking about her fucking stupid take i don't know she probably saw one thing and it pissed her off and also the other thing is too when she says like the left it's like is she punching at the true left or is she including herself and like liberal centrist in what she considers to be the left she probably thinks in like the two-party system right she probably think so, only yeah. thinks in red and blue yeah i assume that yeah. she's talking about centrist left yeah or centrist liberal I would which say. is really funny it's actually probably a huge attack on her fan base who don't understand comedy outside of fucking like drumpf is orange and he takes it in the ass from vladimir putin <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so funny yeah it's <laughs> uh is like oh no <laughs> the writers room at snl is up in fucking flames right now because of jamila jamil's tweet Fuck, what are they gonna talk about <laughs> <laughs> just they'll have to go back into making jokes about <laughs> hillary clinton's extensive collection of pantsuits <laughs> well you know what at least that content is effervescent that's that's true that's true that's <laughs> I got a fever and the only prescription is more jokes about Hillary Clinton's <laughs> wardrobe. <laughs> All right, let's talk about something else. Yeah. This is a story about a girl named Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about Britney Spears. Okay, so Britney Spears has been in the news a lot over the years since her uh, public meltdown in 2008. 2007? Yeah, it was the end of 2007. Sorry. And then 2008 was when she was actually uh, put under conservatorship and yeah. then put into a mental health facility, which is what is kind of the topic of discussion right now. So, mm -hmm. yeah, she started having kind of a pretty public breakdown in 2007, and then um, she was taken to court to have her father put as her 
conservator, which means he has control over all medical, financial, personal, and professional decisions relating to her life. Yeah. Yeah. And originally it was a um, temporary conservatorship in order to get her into some sort of rehab program. Um, And then it was considered to be very successful because after a couple months when she got out, she recorded her album Circus, was back performing, and has been seemingly doing fairly well. She regained custody of her children, all that type of stuff. I'm going to go through a little bit of a timeline of what's been going on leading up to most recently. So apparently at some point between, I want to say 2010 and 2017, she hired a lawyer to try and end her conservatorship. Okay. Uh, but it actually ended up being becoming permanent at that time because she didn't have the legal right to hire a lawyer. Oh. Yeah. So she's under permanent conservatorship from her father. And because she broached the conditions of the of the conservatorship? Essentially not they've never said that explicitly, but that's kind of what's been implied is that the judge ruled her to be not uh competent to control her own finances and stuff like that. So, sorry. If no, it's okay. Don't. So, if under conservatorship you don't have the right to hire a lawyer, how are you supposed to advocate for yourself to get out of a conservatorship? Do you have to, like, ask, like, a judge or something? Like, I don't understand. You have to file some sort of... Yeah, so essentially conservatorships are usually supposed to be temporary, Mm -hmm. um, and normally they don't have control over every aspect of your life. It might be like financial conservatorship or medical conservatorship, but Mm -hmm. they've been granted full conservatorship over every aspect of her life, which isn't common. Mm -hmm. And normally it's reevaluated at a certain point where it's either made permanent because the person is going to be deemed to be never competent enough to take control over that aspect of their life, or Mm -hmm. it will be ended. Right. So this is kind of like a weird situation. Okay. So, in 2018, um, she had announced that she was going to be doing a four-year Vegas show, mm-hmm. and then it was canceled okay. uh, due to undisclosed reasons, okay. and people started speculating about the fact that perhaps her father chose to prevent her from doing it, okay. because shortly after, she was checked into a mental health facility Okay. okay. in January of 2019, so this yeah. is getting pretty recent. Now... What's going on right now is her father is in very poor health. He had some sort of colon surgery, cancer type situation. Mm -hmm. They didn't know if he was going to make it. So her conservatorship is under debate again because he is the person, right? Right. So there's another court case around conservatorship. She claimed that she was checked into the mental health facility against her will by her father Mm -hmm. after her Vegas show was canceled by him because she... Uh, wasn't complying with her whatever medication agreement that is being regimented by doctors that he's hired, basically. So people are hearing this. There's a whole debate around whether she's saying that she's being forced into these mental health institutions against her will, whether she's actually needed, all that type of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But then all of her publicists and everything are saying that's not true. She needed help. She was happy to be there. It was voluntary. You can't force someone to go to a mental health facility, which is like, if you have enough money, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, now... Here's where it gets interesting. There's a podcast okay. that talks about Britney Spears' Instagram. Mm-hmm. You've heard of this podcast. No, no, I'm just very familiar with her Instagram. Yes, so it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very out there. So there's a podcast that specifically talks about her Instagram. And they had an anonymous call from someone who claims to be 
um, affiliated with the Spears family who says that she was checked into a mental health facility against her will and that she is being held under conservatorship not against her will, but that she is competent and that they're mm-hmm. doing it to keep control of her $43 million of course. assets, right? Yeah. Um, nobody can prove who the phone call is from. They can't prove its validity, but mm-hmm. these people have kind of started a hashtag free Britney campaign. Yeah. That um, so the Spears family is trying to get this like hashtag free Britney campaign to be removed from the internet. Okay. Because they're saying that it's... Uh, misrepresentative of like what her situation is right and anyways that was a very long-winded kind of history of Britney Spears's mental health and Mm -hmm. in the media and stuff like that but my question is do you think that like do you think that she's being held under conservatorship against her will like do you think that it's all I do too personally I absolutely do I think it's fucking insane and I will say that okay even if it's for their own well-being regardless of whether or not people are competent or adhering by the letter to their meditation schedule, I still think that adults should be allowed to be in charge of themselves unless they're causing a danger to other people or to themselves in an immediate way. Regardless of whether or not she's, um, if she was off meds and they ruled her to be incompetent, obviously, like, I don't, think she should have custody of her children or whatever but ultimately as an adult I think it's your own decision if you want to seek treatment or take medication as well as I will say historically people have used mental health issues against against people who ill people who had a lot of money for a very 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 long time As well as, you know, when it comes to super rich people who are constantly surrounded by private employees, whoever is in charge can pay a doctor enough money, for example, to rule that Britney Spears is incompetent, can pay a doctor enough money to possibly put her on meditations that would sedate her and prevent her from seeking to legally escape her circumstances and the like yeah so i think i don't think that there's any fucking possible way that someone can be so incompetent that they can't have personal professional financial or medical control over themselves and still be able to perform the way that she has you know what i mean like it just doesn't make any sense yeah and there's kind of a theory that the reason the vegas show was pulled was because it made her look competent (laughs) Oh. Because now they're saying Britney Spears might never perform again. Mm-hmm. And there's basically no basis for that claim yeah. that she's not well enough to perform in any capacity. Uh, honestly, to me, it just really rings like medical abuse. And, you know, I mean, like historically, it, it just kind of feels like, for example, this wasn't a money thing, obviously, it was a reputational thing, but the disappearance of David Miscavige, like the head of Scientology's wife. Yes. Or, you know, like Richard Simmons. Yeah. Uh, extreme reclusion, whether or not that's due to like genuine adorophobia or whatnot, where it's like when people that have a lot of money or that have like celebrity are for some reason like hidden away by members of their family, I feel like 
it's almost always a control thing, whether that's for reputational or financial purposes or both. It reminds me a lot of, like, Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys, right? Yeah. That whole situation with his mm-hmm. psychotherapist who basically fucking destroyed his life t- yeah. to keep control over him. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing with the Britney Spears situation is, like I said, her father's in ailing health, and mm-hmm. they're going to court right now to decide who's going to take over her conservatorship. Mm-hmm. And apparently her mother's lawyer mm-hmm. is representing Britney okay. in court. Oh. So we don't know whether that means mm-hmm. that her mother's trying to take over or that means that she's trying to get her out of. out of it. Yeah. But it's interesting that it's a lawyer that wasn't hired by her father. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Or her, like, f- like, historically appointed lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if it was 50 years ago, um, I would have been, like lobotomized per my father's request many years ago (laughs) it's just like but (laughs) it's insane it's been over a decade that she's had no control over her own life and arguably she's never had any control over her own life i mean no i mean she's been famous since she was extremely young obviously and i will say that you know as a long time subscriber to her instagram page she does seem unwell like extremely like hollow eyed but i imagine that she's just on quite a fucking cocktail of medications and she's she's pilled up to like the hilt up you know like that's all that it seems like it is to me she just has that benzo eye hollywood glaze yeah like (laughs) i don't know it's really fucked up dude Mm mm-hmm yep so yeah, free Britney, guys. Yeah, free Britney for sure. Speaking of social media, I guess brands were fucking wiling out in terms of like their social media personalities again this week. <laughs> uh, this time in a far more entertaining way than the <laughs> Burger King real meals or what the fuck ever. Um, when Vita Water, coconut water, tweeted at somebody who posted that Vita coconut water tastes like piss by responding with a picture of their social media chick holding a jar of what looked like piss that was labeled Vita <laughs> coconut water being like, where can I send this? Brands have discovered kinks, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, well, <laughs> first brands were depressed and now they're horny to fucking kill me. <laughs> when will it end? <laughs> I actually thought that post was pretty funny though, as far as brand posts go. I thought it was funny, too. I was, like, kind of worried for the girl. I don't know if that sounds psycho, but I was, like, I feel like this is a huge platform to post about you giving away your... Like, the internet is... Yeah. The internet is a... Is is the wild, wild west, you know? Like... Yeah, she showed her face. And they knew that was going to take off. Her face was in it. I was, like, sis, know your worth. Do not... Just send away your gamer girl pee. <laughs> <laughs> she did kind of look like a gamer. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, good time. Good time. You love that hoodie with a stirred energy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... 
<laughs> brands are kinky. I'm just sick of people posting their opinions about food. Is that a weird thing to say? Like, no. I care I care a lot about food. And I know it's kind of boomery to be like, oh, social media is just for people to post pictures of their lunch or whatever. But it's like, we can basically stop arguing about food, I think, at this point. I think it's just like, uh, like a snap back from everybody posting about not eating in the early 2000s. What? Everybody feels like compulsed to post about eating all the time or like post pictures of food. Are you serious? Were people, like, serious posting about not eating in the... Yeah. Fuck. I feel like I was born in the wrong generation. (laughs) 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 Because I just want to (laughs) have... Skinny eyebrows and fucking... Hey, when you called me out the other day for gaslighting you into getting skinny eyebrows... Okay, guys. My toxic podcast co-host says that Rachel Weiss and her eyebrows in the Mummy movies, Search of the Year 1999, informed her sexuality and made her day. And then I was... <laughs> I was going through something, but... <laughs> so I just... I went through a phase where I was like, I'm gonna wax my eyebrows really skinny. And Sophie, dick in hand, was like, <laughs> was like yes, do it. Have you ever seen The Mummy? <laughs> That is not true. Don't tell the internet I have a dick. I was holding my strap on. <laughs> Do my eyebrows look good? I decay my dick face. <laughs> Literally what I said. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. What stage of capitalism is it when brands are? selling jars of piss terminal vita coconut water is actually the second biggest corporate producer of employee piss following only the jeff bezos corporation (laughs) amazon.com itself what kind of amazon membership do i need to get that employee piss i don't know does amazon have gold uh, tier yeah You definitely can't get that with a $79 a year student membership. That's for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. Brands are brands are wiling and coconut water employees are happily pissing in jars. Amazon workers are sadly pissing in jars. <laughs> Uber drivers are probably not pissing at all because they're paid by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> so Uber has released a bunch of new policies and I don't know if they were already planning on changing up their corporate culture or if this was something that they really pushed in the wake of the PR nightmare that was probably the Uber strike. Yeah. But I when I say released, they I looked far and wide but I didn't find an actual list of like the change to their policies right. at all. Yeah. But they changed three of their policies at least on my account okay yeah so you probably heard about this but uber released what they're calling zen mode and it's essentially a setting that would allow within app the rider to decide if they didn't want the uber driver to talk to them okay is that something that needs to be requested before the ride starts or can you do it during the ride 
Yikes. Yeah. And I mean, like, regardless, I guess it's kind of, <laughs> I guess it's kind of rude because it's like a digital shut, shut the fuck up. Shut the- <laughs> <laughs> um, to get it mid-ride. But I mean, either way. Okay. Regardless of whether or not you are in the mood to have a conversation or something, I think it's really rude to tell people that they can't engage with customers if they don't want to. Yeah. Like, I hate talking. Mm -hmm. But now I'm going to have to fucking talk to every Uber driver for my 30-minute Uber rides just because of this. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. Like, Um, it's so dehumanizing. And it's like, you saw so many jokes that were like, when your Uber driver is known for great conversation and stuff. But I mean, in my experience, there haven't been a lot of Uber drivers that have just, you know, talked to me the whole time, even though if they were listed as that. It's pretty much usually silent, aside from like opening and closing pleasantries, you know? Yeah, I've had a couple that have talked to me the whole time, but like, Mm -hmm. it's pretty rare. It's not usually... It's fine. It's not usually a problem and it's like, okay, I get it if you're bored. Obviously, you know what I mean? Like, I'd be fucking bored too. Yeah, of course. And I don't know. It just seems pretty dehumanizing. And (laughs) I hate to give into this whole discourse that's like, young people use technology as a crutch. They can't even communicate with each other. Like, millennials and Gen Z stay too scared to even call somebody on the phone. Yeah. But... It's kind of silly that we're reaching a phase where people aren't emotionally intelligent enough to politely communicate what they're expecting out of an interaction with anyone, not even an Uber driver who's literally being paid to tolerate them. It's so easy to communicate that you're not interested in conversation. Yeah. It's very easy. Yes, of course. It's like, have you seen that that thing that's like an app that lets you know when your partner's in the mood? Oh, yeah. So that you never have to worry about getting rejected <laughs> again. To put your thumb on it or something and it yeah. lights your screen up or some bullshit. Something like that. I fucking hate that. I know. <laughs> or like, like even the fact that, you know, Facebook has the like, I don't know if this is still a thing but when i was still using facebook it was like what are you feeling today or whatever and it's like you can write a facebook status and be like feeling uh and it's like you can't just communicate that with language i know it's like the whole like automization of like human interaction you know it's disgusting yeah Yeah, it's disgusting not to be a i don't know not not to be someone that is like we live in a society and technology is a disease (laughs) but sometimes it is sometimes it is (laughs) yeah specifically when you can use it to shut your uber driver up and it's really funny because so i was looking up the silencing policy the other thing that was coming up was uber as a company silencing victims of sexual assault so one change that they have openly talked about in their policy is that in the uber terms and conditions there used to be a clause that basically said that if you had any sort of legal issue with uber or an uber driver that it would have to be settled in private arbitration okay so it would never go to like public to court yeah. public court exactly it would be settled so a lot of people were having issue with that because obviously people get sexually assaulted in ubers and cabs and on public transit yeah. and whatnot so obviously people were having to settle their sexual assaults by uber drivers outside of court so they were basically saying that they couldn't 
pursue it criminally and that it would have to be like a civil matter exactly yeah okay in private arbitration which like historically always favors corporations corporations yeah exactly okay yeah so that was a change and then the other thing that that made me think of was the other thing that uber and they haven't commented on this at all yet anywhere that i could find it anyways the other thing that they did is that now when you're calling an uber you can watch a video of your driver on their way to you like presumably just record the drivers at all times so personally Um, i think that those two policies are tied together because i think that when they agreed to make the change in their policy that people were saying was hurting victims of sexual assault i think that when they agreed to allow people to pursue criminal charges against Uber and against Uber drivers, that in order to cover their own asses and prevent anyone from coming forward with either a false accusation or, let's say, exaggerating details or something like that. Exactly. uh, By putting cameras in all the Ubers Ubers. to watch the drivers yeah I don't understand I get what you're saying I think that's probably accurate but I don't understand what the purpose of it is supposed to be I because I think that that's what the underlying purpose is but you know it's like oh watch your driver on their way to you what is the supposed purpose of that people are cops people love being cops so like, I think it's kind of the same way that you can, you know, people who are obsessed with having, like, Alexa homes and stuff like that. Yeah. Where you can see, not just for safety reasons or whatever, but you can see who's, like, around your p- property and stuff. Or, you know, people just love feeling like they are in control of the help. You know, the same way that, like... Yeah dog walking apps for example you have to take a picture of the dog you have to be able to follow along the dog walker on the route it's the exact same thing for like uber drivers right you can follow them on the so it's like it's just kind of this technological documentation of whether or not people are quote unquote doing their jobs right You know what I wonder? So, mm-hmm. obviously, this recording is done through the app, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, the Uber app has problems, and yeah. people just end up pulling up Google Maps on their phone. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this would prevent them from closing the app? The Waves app, you mean? Like, the app to get around? Yeah. I don't know that like the recording the, is done through that. No, you don't think it's I, it within the system? I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, I imagine there might just be a camera. I don't know if it's their phone or if it's, you know. Yeah. But from a safety perspective, it is positive yeah. to have cameras. For sure. From a worker perspective, which I think probably outweighs the sexual assaults a lot, I think that it's really, really unethical to survey your employees all the time. Yeah. And I've worked in places where I was extremely disturbed by the fact that I was being supervised Constantly. by cameras all the time yeah. and that, you know, my bosses would test me things about... Yeah. Because they what was What you. was going yeah. on. Exactly, yeah. I was extremely thrown off by that all the time. And I think that it, it fucking sucks. And it's, it's top shit. And it's just part of the increased well, surveillance culture on the whole. But especially, like, 
intercorporation surveillance. Like, I mean, like, think about people say that open concept offices are being implemented more and more because, you know, we're throwing away offices and cubicles and the the old workplace and that we're, you know, bringing in collaborative spaces and flexible work agreements and working remotely and blah, blah, blah. And part of that is presented aesthetically and physically by the open concept office. But I think that it's actually more indicative of an increased want to survey employees and be able to watch their every move and know what they're doing all the time and to have cases to discipline them or fire them if they're not being perfect little cogs in the corporate wage slave machine, right? Yeah, totally. I, it's, I just find, I find it so disturbing. Obviously, I know that a lot of cabs and stuff have cameras in them as well, mm-hmm. but, um... I think they're on the back seat, though. I think they're on the back seat, yeah. Because what... Because it's f- it's for the rider's safety. What I learned... Yeah, exactly. So, like, what I learned about taking cabs was um, that you always have to sit in the back. Yeah. Because, well, aside from probably not wanting to sit in the front for that reason also, but you always have to sit in the back, like, because of the camera. Yeah, so that you're visible. Exactly. Yeah. So... That's really good. They've released a bunch of changes. And part of me is kind of curious. If if this wasn't already all in the works, then I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah. But if they implemented it now or if they implemented it faster as a way to punish employees for striking. Keep people subservient. Yeah. You have to wonder. I think that might be accurate, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, especially because it was kind of released without any statements and stuff. It does seem, like, a little bit rushed. The only one that they really made a statement about, probably because it looked good for them, was the sexual assault one. Yeah. They thought that also the silencing thing would be a positive feature. PR yeah. move. They, the only one that they didn't really talk about was the video, I guess, actually. But they okay. didn't they didn't release, like I said, a list of all the changes to their policies. They just stuff, made yeah. press releases and stuff. I was looking at my Uber app today, and I have that mm-hmm. video thing. Yeah. But I haven't seen the silencing one yet. Yeah, I think it's probably just in, like, beta right now. Oh, okay. But the sad thing, especially about the silencing mode one, is that... You know that in popular culture, like, and digest quote-unquote normie culture, no one's going to have a problem with it. Yeah. People are going to celebrate it. People are going to make jokes about it. Well, because people hate customer service workers, too, anyways, right? Yeah, they do. And it's like, I hate it because it's like, <laughs> the customer is almost always wrong. <laughs> oh. You know you know what I for mean? For sure. And people love to get people fired over essentially nothing. Yeah. Anyways, this is a just a podcast where we get sad about Uber <laughs> now. <laughs> Episode three, baby. <laughs> Should Tune we, in uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about uh, the internet? The internet? The internet. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the internet. All right. I don't beef. You have beef? 
I was gonna quickly beef about Emily uh, Ratajkowski freeing the the <laughs> tiny nipples on the enormous boobs in order to end pro-life discourse and heal feminism. Did she post that on Instagram? Yeah. Is it bad if I look it up real quick? No. I'm just like curious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Sophie is really, really curious about uh, Emrata's politics. (laughs) She's very unattractive. Oh, that's a hot take. I know it probably is, but I really don't think she's attractive. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> you were going to beef her. <laughs> I know you already kind of did, but... Yeah. So that's that's just, like, that's enough for me. Was she really such a feminist when she got famous from being in Robin Thicke's video for Blurred Lines, which historically was really influential on spreading the notion that consent is a gray area? No. Well. Can Firefest grifters be feminists? Yeah, you don't have to be... Ethical. <laughs> no. No, of course not. Well, then I guess... <laughs> all hail Queen Emily Ratajkowski. <laughs> <laughs> Want to hear an oxymoron? Yeah. Business ethics. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Okay, so my actual beef is with... Okay, it's my own fault. I literally asked for this. But... (laughs) So I tweeted... This is a pro-circumcision account now. So I was just being shitposty, guys. I really don't... Have opinions... (laughs) About dicks either way. This is... (laughs) I'll be... I'll be starting my own Dove Real Beauty style campaign that's just like, all penises are beautiful. (laughs) All penises are penises. (laughs) Not all penises. (laughs) Because that's true. Just making fun of people for anything about their dick is body shaming. And I just don't want Jamila Jamil to be mad at me. (laughs) Uh, I hope you get to publicly beef her. Ugh. I would literally love nothing more. So basically I tweeted this as a pro-circumcision account now. It was getting obviously hella replies because I don't know, I guess it was just it was just a fucking shit post. But people were spouting off from both sides. Women were defending Forstan, which was very strange and funny to me. I was like, I literally don't care. I don't care at all. I promise you. I promise you. (laughs) But a lot of people were like, yes, yes, yes. And I was like, oh, God, oh, no. What did I start? So this girl followed me, sent me my own tweet, said, we stand a pro-circumcision queen. (gasps) And then... Oh, my God, that's wild. I know. And then I alert her, and her first tweet was, her pinned tweet, girls need to stop shaming other girls for having natural body hair, hashtag free the bush. Uh. And I was like, so spare the bush, but slice the forestand. <laughs> like, I, shit like that makes me, kind of turns me into an MRA sometimes, to be <laughs> honest, because I'm like, 
So, uncircumcised dicks are gross, but women should keep everything, like, all natural. And, like, for the record, I think that having pubes is what is right and good. But I just think that it's insanely contradictory to firmly hold both of those stances. Like, that's... Those are incompatible. Yeah, like, how are you doing the mental gymnastics? Like, what is the cognitive dissonance? Like, her brain is a fucking Olympic athlete in the fucking... Like, the rings, the beam, and the fucking trampoline. Because <laughs> I don't know how she's, wor- she's working out that she gets to have both of those tapes simultaneously. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you really got both sides of pro-circumcision Twitter and anti-circumcision Twitter. Oh, yeah. I was definitely getting tweeted at by people who were like, this is disgusting. It is infant mutilation and, like medical abuse and blah 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 and I was like I don't know I just think it looks gross it's just like piercing a baby's ears it's just like piercing a baby's ears like it's cute sorry (laughs) (laughs) sorry if I want my (laughs) my baby girl's ears pierced and my baby son's dick cut okay it's an aesthetic thing (laughs) (laughs) let people enjoy things Sometimes it's nice to have a beef that you started yourself for really no reason that you care about. I was bored. Yeah, sometimes that's nice. Yeah. What were we doing? Was Were we together when I tweeted that? We were talking online when you posted it. Okay. And then I was there when it started popping off. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we debated whether to use a sad face or a just, like, disappointed face for, like, I just think it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, guys, just like it's anti-Semitic to critique Israel, it's also anti-Semitic to not circumcise your sons. So, So, think about it. Please, guys. Uh, It's not really a beef, it's more of a just, like, wildly confusing... Yeah, wildly inflammatory statement with wildly confusing responses. Yeah. And I was really worried that, like, having my Twitter name as Proud Cop's Wife (laughs) right now would prevent me from being able to like do irony and shit posting online because I thought that people would see right through it right away but honestly like the stupidest people that would take the bait are still taking it anyways I know so it's it crazy. doesn't really matter I guess it seems so obvious but it's time for <laughs> dumb, dumb bitch of, of the week. week I'm really sorry guys my foot has fallen asleep fucking like a hundred times during this episode I'm probably having some sort of fucking diabetes problem but the good news is when i lose both of my feet and i get faith legs i'll be just like the blade runner and yes i will be killing my wife (laughs) so look out so thank god i don't have to do it myself yeah (laughs) hey that's enough it's my turn to be depressed on the podcast (laughs) all right so i have a dumb bitch this week and it's a pretty wild one. Oh fuck guys all right it is a pretty wild one is this like a fresh one it's fresh-ish it's been ongoing oh so this guy said i knew you had pretty feet i feel vindicated i'm actually lurking your instagram now and i knew you were hot but holy shit for real though i've said holy fuck out loud to myself several times now I came twice to that crossword pick. So tempted to throw in $10 for your Patreon just to see those two pics of your feet. 
you're killing me. I'm trying so hard not to tweet about wanting to come on your feet every time you post a selfie. It's such a struggle. I think you're the first girl I've ever known whose feet look hot as fuck, even in socks. And then he linked me my own Instagram picture of me wearing socks. Uh, I've came so many times looking through your IG. It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. I promise one of these days I'm just going to jerk off and not bother you in your DMs. Then the next day he said, does it count if I had a wet dream about you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, it does. Um, Sir. So that guy is uh, like one of the great poets of our time. I hope that when I die, they publish our letters to each other. As a testament to our love. <laughs> Is he going to give you that uh, 10 bucks for the Patreon or what? I don't know. Put your money where my feet are, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what crossword picture? The one of me in the bath drinking a glass of wine oh, that's like, yeah. not until mommy's done the crossword. crossword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> well. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm working. <laughs> Mommy has to do the crossword. She's working on her literacy skills. <laughs> she needs to keep herself sharp. She's trying to keep her brain from melting. Keep my brain from melting halfway. I'd rather have a functioning brain or a brain that's just all the way melted. So if you're a neo-lobotomist, <laughs> slide in those DMs. I promise I won't dumb bitch of the week you. <laughs> you, got the, you got the hookups to give me electroshock therapy until I... Don't know my name or mailing address. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, can I read you my tweet of the week? Yes, absolutely. Great. I would love it. Perfect. All right. So my tweet is from at Gossip Babies, Cancel Lansbury. He's so funny. He is. When people who are not hot ignore you, it's very like, aw, that's so cute to like be making your little choices. <laughs> it's like you're, when you're not playing hard to die, you're playing hard to want. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I just felt like it was really our energy. Yeah. <laughs> This podcast is for sutsy people only. <laughs> That's why we do so much body shaming, because we feel like this is a safe space for them. It's really hard to be hot in this society. That's true. Reverse lookism is real. I know. <laughs> uh. Yeah. That's really, really funny. Make your make your it's little really choices. It's really cute to make your little choices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why... It's always fine for me to ignore you, but it's never fine for you to ignore me. I know. (laughs) Not you specifically. (laughs) Anyone. It's illegal. It's illegal, actually, guys. In most countries. Uber updated their policies, and it's illegal. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to hear my tweet of the week? Absolutely. My tweet of the week is from Meta Bonald MKV flight emoji whale emoji at Ignatius under H2. Okay. And it says, the only emotion men are allowed to feel is vague sadness about shipwrecks. (laughs) (laughs) It makes sense that you picked that one. It's so funny. It's really funny. 
I love doing bits about my husband lost at sea. It's a very, like, East Coast mood. Yeah. Shipwreck humor is hugely important to my culture. I saw this really funny post online once, like, years ago, and it was, like, all Canadian literature is, like, um, oh, no, we have a drought in the prairies. We're going to have to move to Toronto. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, no, my father slash husband got lost at sea. We're going to have to move to Toronto. Do you want to know something insane about my family? Yeah. So when I was young, my mom tried to make me read this book that's called Death on the Ice. Okay. That's about some distant member of our family who was the captain of a boat who was, like, responsible for the deaths of 88 men on the coast of Newfoundland. Okay. Because they were, like, all going out to seal. Yeah. To hunt seal. And his ship got stuck in the ice, but they didn't radio to, like, the other ship. Okay. So two full ships full of men just froze to death on the ice. Because they couldn't get out of the channel. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Anyways. Huh. Hmm. Maybe I'll read it. So that does fit into the the traditional Canadian literature. What else the fuck do we have? Farley Mowat. Fuck Farley Mowat. Fuck Farley Mowat, dude. And I think I'll, we've said it before. Yeah, we'll say it again. Yeah. An owl in the family. Fuck that. Get the fuck out of my face. Hoot, hoot, hoot. Hoot, hoot. I think not. <laughs> yeah, who else do we even have? Fucking Margaret Atwood. Fuck her, too. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Miriam Taves. She's Miriam cool. Taves is funny, but she needs to get something going for her besides being Mennonite. Yeah, Like, if I she agree. was if she was a comedian, I'd be like, yeah, she's funny, but I'll respect her when she tells a good joke that's not about no, being, being Mennonite. Mennonite. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Who else? Who else have we got? The guy that wrote the hockey sweater, the... Roche-Carrier. Roche-Carrier. The iconic picture book about how... Further luck, you shouldn't wash your hockey jersey or your hair. <laughs> still informs. Gracie. Still informs a junior B hockey players to this day. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know who the fuck else we got. We got lots of people. Whatever. Oh yeah. Um, this isn't Canadian literature, bitch media, or anything. Oh uh, yeah, I love to use my twenty-five percent of an English literature degree. <laughs> Yeah, I think that it's really funny. You know, when people are like, men don't have emotions, they only have, like, horny and hungry. And it's like, well, actually, no, they also have, like, angry and jealous. They have horny and hungry, and they have horny, which is actually angry, and they have hungry, which is actually angry, and they have sad that is somehow also manifesting as anger. (laughs) And And then sad that's also manifesting as horny. Yes. And then they have... Vague sadness about shipwrecks. The only true emotion. But that could even fall under sad horny because those fucking sirens, man. Calling from the rocks. True. True. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the Canadian slut core clothing change sirens is about modern day <laughs> mermaids? Or do you think that it's like pro tops? Or do you think it's like sirens like boo, 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 hot bitch <laughs> Um, I think it's a commentary on the police state. (laughs) Like, policing women's bodies, you know? It's, like, an ironic commentary. Policing women's bodies by forcing them into polyester ruched halter dresses. Yeah, forcing people to get uh, yeast infections. Ew. (laughs) 
forcing people to look like <laughs> they're still trying to iconically recreate uh, the boots with the fur. <laughs> it's where you go to get your after prom dress. I stole my after prom dress from Dynamite okay. at the Rito Center. Yes! <laughs> Those are the only two options, Dynamite or Sirens for your after prom dress. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been uh, it's been enough years that probably... They would let you back in. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. good. I can't be banned from Kettleman's Bagels and fucking Dynamite. <laughs> What would you do? I don't know. Where would I find my... Girl boss pants? My clothes that are obviously supposed to be for business, but somehow, like, see-through. Like, who, who's wearing this? Are people wearing inappropriately business-like clothes to the bar, or are people wearing inappropriately slutty clothes to the office? Uh, definitely both. It's definitely, like... It's an office-to-cocktails look. Yeah, that's true. It's, like... <laughs> it's basically like banana republic for girls who are receptionists at like orleans bmw <laughs> <laughs> that's true fuck remember ladies <laughs> new character <laughs> no look just complete without a round toed patent leather heel and a french manicure <laughs> fuck that's what my ex used to wear <laughs> well we all made our little choices (laughs) (laughs) all right right. guys uh you have anything else no anything Um, important subscribe to our patreon if you guys want we post extra episodes and uh give us a review on like itunes or whatever yeah for sure oh you can also join us in our discord now yeah we tweeted the link we'll put it on our patreon and you can just ask us directly if you want it or whatever. Yeah, message we'll us. post it every now and again. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good week. Bye. I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. <laughs>